Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes! Yes! Y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with internet access. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places are listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting in this chair sitting over in that chair making us sound good she's my mal pal she's your mal pal she's everyone's mal pal she is name an nfl backup quarterback oh that's tough um andy dalton andy dalton our andy dalton it's mallory harley hi good to I'm be mal here pal. <laughs> oh do you have your big 10 shirt on i do i'm ready for football season if you can't tell mm-hmm. we'll win the natty this year uh, I'm probably sh- I'm gonna short that position. Yeah, uh, there's probably a Michigan State backup quarterback out there somewhere. Brian Hoyer is usually a backup quarterback. He was yeah. the he was uh, Cleveland's backup. Is Kirk quarterback Cousins for still a while. starting? Yes, of course he's still starting. I don't know. I think he's pretty spare. The heart and the soul of Minnesota. Sitting to my right, he is the director of recruiting for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. The man with a beard that will launch a thousand ships. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Hi. That was funny. I don't know where that reference comes from, but I'm taking it as a compliment. That's just the type of mood I'm in. Joan of Arc. um, What was that? There was something. She had had the face that launched a thousand ships. Yes, that's what it is. Something like that. I was saying you have a beard that launched a thousand ships. Today is... Again, I'm taking that as a compliment. You should. I mean it as a compliment. Okay. Uh, Today is Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. It is 106 days until Thanksgiving. It's time to... I actually, when I was talking when my in-laws were in town, uh, we talked Thanksgiving. And we're gonna we're coming up with our 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 plan. Uh, we're gonna go up to St. Louis for Thanksgiving, so we have our nice. plan. But I'm offering to ship a turkey up there because I'm serious about this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, 106 days of Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to anybody have a birthday today, August 9th. No. Nobody has a friend who's turning so. a, a a day. Um, happy birthday to according to this website that I always go to. Um, today is the birthday of Anna Kendrick. Does that do anything for anybody? Oh yeah. Um, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. That and sounds right. And she's in Twilight too. Yes. But, um, yeah. Happy birthday to her, and also happy birthday to oh, Colorado coach Deion Sanders. 
Oh, wow. Coach Prime. He's 55. <laughs> wow. Two wows. Nice. <laughs> Multiple wows. <laughs> Where? It's episode 1,626, I think. 27, Eight. 28. Nailed it. On today's show, <laughs> folks, this week in recruiting, all the news and notes from across the state of Texas, including a pair of huge commitments that are coming up this week, and Greg Powers will tell you where they're committing. It's a, this, is not a, this is not a spoiler. This is, a, uh, this is just tr- a brave tr- truth-telling. In the back half of the show, speaking of Duncanville... A guy who's not going to commit this week, I don't think. No. Uh, maybe he will. I don't know. Uh, 2025 wide receiver DeCorian Moore, who uh, was such a star for that state championship team last year. We'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door, Mel, pal? We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Today's also the birthday of Michael Kors, the guy who makes the purses. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, nice. uh, and Hoda Kotb. Man, uh, big birthday day today. And... St- Hoda Kotb hosts the Today Show. My wife loves Hoda Kotb. Oh. And, uh, and then uh, Sam Elliott, who is a oh, certified oh, yeah. badass. Okay. Sam Elliott's great. It's the man we all aspire to be. We really do. Speaking of men we all aspire <laughs> to be, <laughs> nice. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers. Our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Nexel Athlete on Twitter. No, well, I do do follow our friends Nexel Athlete on Twitter at yeah, NexelD1. For sure. But see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends mm. at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. When I was in Lockhart this week, there was – we had to – we did not eat at Chicken Express. We ate at a different restaurant because uh, – I have a four-year-old four oh. team demanded it. No, we didn't need gotcha. we didn't need it at Smitty's or Croyd's Market. Okay, but I will tell you, we were driving by the Chicken Express in Lockhart, jammed. Okay, I want you to think about how good Chicken Express was. That in Lockhart, Texas, like the 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 cradle of barbecue. The, there was like a line around the building. Wow. At, at Chicken Express, because you know what? That's not shocking though. People know football People season's know. right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And my brain naturally associates football and Chicken Express mm. together. Yeah. Good one. Like those are two things that go hand in hand now. Yeah. And it's just been built up, ingrained in me that when I think about football, I think about wanting to eat at Chicken Express. I can't help. Correct. It. Yeah. I always think about like, I always think about like the the tendies and the gravy as the touchdown, the extra point. Here, like you need both. Here's like a, one. One is fine, but like I'm so hungry. Together, here's fine. a note to all stadium <laughs> managers: Chicken Express in the press box. Oh, for the win. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you walk into a press box, and like there's a tray they, of they've, they've got they've got they got chicken here. They got like the yellow boxes sitting yeah. there. Sometimes you're just like, let's do it. Have, I've nev- do I haven't thing. experienced that before. You haven't. No. It is about. That might. I'd say it's probably one out of every ten life. press boxes I go in. Yeah, or about around. Of course, can always used to do it. Mm-hmm. Used to be oh loaded gosh. up with chicken yeah. express. Uh, Allen. Sometimes I get mm-hmm. lucky with chicken express. Well, where I hook up with chicken express at Allen is when the teams order it for like when they're going to get on the bus. Did I tell? And you? I walk by and I'm like, Hey, buddy. This is. Here? I promise. We'll get, box? I promise we'll get to recruiting in a moment, but like. There was a game this was a couple of years ago, like twenty twenty one. I want to say we went out to a um, we went to a Longview game. Yeah, they're playing in um, in Mesquite, and um, I think they're playing West Mesquite. And so we go out there. It was a Thursday night. Go out there, 
after the game, we're talking with Coach King. They get a win, stuff like that. I'm talking with Coach King and his, his wife and uh, I think his daughter, who is like a badass gymnast, was there too. Oh, that's but anyway, awesome. we're all talking. And like Coach was talking to me about like something important and all I kept doing was looking over his shoulder at his players who were all sitting there with the yellow boxes. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Could, you, could you stop talking and just let me, let let me, me observe? Let me see if you got, I'm like, you guys need to get any more of those boxes? Anyway, <laughs> we love you, Chicken Express. Uh, it's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, our recruiting director here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We'll start with our prospect on the rise. Prospect on the rise, let's go to Comanche. Let's do it. Talk about their soon-to-be senior cornerback, Kyler Beatty who grand opening, grand closing, picked up an offer from Baylor on August 1st, thought about it for about 72 hours, and said, <laughs> yep, works for me. Uh, Kyler Beatty, the uh, the uh, newest Baylor commit there, uh, going to the, the Bears. And uh, I know Coach Jake Escobar is crazy about this young man. Yeah, quoted difference maker. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who really does start on both sides of the ball for them. Comanches, you know what? Don't sleep on Comanche. Mm-hmm. I think what were they ten and two mm-hmm. last season, and have a lot of talent coming back. In addition uh, to Kyler Beatty, they have a really good running back who's going to be a junior this season. A lot of people are going to be talking about him pretty soon. Um, but keeping it specific to Kyler, he's a guy who sticks out like a sore thumb on this highlight tape because he's bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody else who's on it. Like when you're watching this level of football, you're looking at the cornerback, you're not expecting him to be like one of the biggest dudes on the field. Well, that's what happens here. And he dominates at, at, at how you would expect a kid mm-hmm. to dominate at this level of ball who's going to be playing at a P5 conference school in state at Baylor. Uh, I really like his upside of potential as he matures within that program at the next level in Waco as a corner. Um, big-bodied corner uh, could certainly slide over and probably play some safety as well if need be Um, but they like to get him involved on the offensive side of the ball as well and I I like to watch that on this highlight tape because that shows you his overall athleticism and his upside and potential as he locks in on the defensive side of the ball moving forward most likely um, on the defensive side of the ball moving forward big big commitment for Baylor uh, but really cool news out of Comanche I think that a lot of fans are going to be psyched to go out and watch uh, future Baylor Bear on Friday Friday night light. Yeah, he's under a, the Friday night lights. Most certainly, he is a big time playmaker and a nice get for uh, for Dave Aranda and company. In uh, as they pull in cornerback uh, def- uh, Kyler Beatty out of Comanche. Let's move down to Houston to talk about our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is Atascacito wide receiver Jelani Watkins, our number four wide receiver in the DCTF Rising Hot 100, our number 28 prospect overall in the class of 2024, and he committed this week to L. SU. The Tigers continue to go into Houston and do some damage on the recruiting trail, and Jelani Watkins is the latest uh, Tiger to be. Yeah, and speed Mm -hmm. is the name of Jelani Watkins' game. 10.33 verified 100-meter speed. He's been clocked as low as 10.21 in the 100-meter dash, so I think that he challenges Texas A&M commitment Ernest Campbell for the fastest man in the class of 2024 I'm probably putting him one two and we'll talk about number three a little bit later mm-hmm. on I, I got three guys who I think are the speediest guys in the state uh, Watkins is known for that speed and he can transform you know screen passes or quick passes into big gains explosive plays touchdowns uh, but don't sleep on his ability to stretch the field and he has because he has really good hands. Mm-hmm. Soft hands, strong hands, catches the ball really well. Uh, 
kind of a more well-rounded receiver than you typically say just like as a specific slot guy but i do think he's the highest rated slot wide receiver in the state and can just bring a little bit more to the table than just a specific slot player you'll see here as he played for klein forest last year they like to line him up in the backfield find creative ways to get him the ball and i think humble atascacito will do the same thing that was big news this week as well because I didn't know Jelani Watkins had transferred to Humboldt Tascacita until mm-hmm. I saw the reports coming out from those who attended uh, some of the practices here as we lead up to the season. That's a that's a big time addition to an yes. offense that already has uh, Tory Blaylock, mm-hmm. you know, uh, already has Nate Kibble up front. Uh, Humble Atascacita is a state championship contender, and even more so now that they have a bona fide four star to stretch the field. Uh, he is a he's a star and uh, going to do some big time damage there at. Um at LSU once he gets there as uh, Jelani Watkins, the newest commitment for the LSU Tigers. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Text Football. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF today. Let's roll on to our prospect on the rise. Our pros, or I'm sorry, underclass week. Underclass week, thank you. We're going to the class of 2025 to talk about Houston legacy offensive lineman Joshua Moses, who this week became the first commitment for Texas A&M in that aforementioned class of 2025. Yes. Uh, he had offers from places like Oklahoma, TCU, Arkansas, decided to uh, commit to the Texas A&M Aggies. Houston legacy, Houston legacy school of sports and sciences. I think it's what its full name is. Um, but he is a guy who is entering his junior year and already has three years of varsity play uh, under his belt. Explain that to me. Well, the Houston Legacy School of Sports Sciences allows their players to play varsity when they're in the eighth grade. So their league allows that. Yeah. So he's been on the radar for a long time. We've known about him for a while. He plays left tackle there, and he has pretty quick feet for a guy who's – I mean, he's massive, right? But what I really like about his development is whenever he first started stepping onto the field his eighth and ninth grade years, he was probably up around 340, 345. Mm-hmm. So he shed about 25, 30 pounds as he's entering now his junior season, got in really good shape, um, started to transform his body, and that helps him move even better. And you can see that reciprocated in his offer list. You know, he picked Texas A&M over schools like Oklahoma and Arkansas, so he was a guy that was really starting to jump up the recruiting list and the ranking lists, and I think he will even more so powered behind a strong junior season. He plays left tackle, but he's a guard moving forward. He's mm-hmm. going to play on the interior of the offensive line in the SEC. Uh, good road grader, but he's not a uh, he's not a slappy whenever it comes to pass blocking. So he's a, he's a well-rounded guy and a guy I think that has a really big upside. That Legacy School of Sports Sciences has some pretty pretty good talent in the pipeline right now not only have joshua moses but uh they have a prospect joseph smith who just made a commitment to arizona state um and they got Keyshawn henderson and a, and mike brown in the class of 2026 um so colleges are going to be stopping by there this is going to be a hotbed for recruiting talent over the next couple cycles uh he is a name to know there uh houston legacy's uh, uh, uh joshua moses big time offensive lineman and now heading to texas a&m as the part of their class of 2025 let's round it all out with our recruits of the week yep put the s in there uh and it's a it's a it's a double dip in duncanville coming down uh tomorrow yeah tomorrow two o'clock tomorrow uh 
Duncanville defensive end Colin Simmons and running back Caden Durham will both be committing uh, Thursday, August 10th at 2 o'clock. DCTF, you will be there, correct? Yep. Uh, DCTF will be there uh, on hand for the announcement. Uh, Simmons has a, is the number one prospect in the DCTF Rising Hot 100 um, overall. He's number one defense man, I guess I should probably tell you that too. But uh, he is a nationally rated recruit. Same thing with Caden Durham, who is, where's he clock in? Uh, in his speed, I think. No, no, no. I, I meant on the. Oh, on he's the number. He's the number two running back. I think he's the number sixteen prospect right. in the Hot One Hundred. So, so you got, like an elite guy. Yeah. So two of the top twenty, two of the top sixteen yeah. recruits in the state are going to be committing at the same time tomorrow, two o'clock. Uh, there at Duncanville High School, Simmons has a final three of Texas, Miami, and LSU. Durham has a final three of A and M, Oklahoma, and LSU. Here's my thought, and this is the way my brain works. I see one team that each of them have in their final three, and if they're committing together, I wonder if tomorrow's going to be a good day for the Bayou Tigers. Man, this recruit, the, the recruitment of Colin Simmons has been a lot of fun. It's been a wild ride. Caden um, Durham as well. And I'll, I'll just... I'll just walk you through what I think and mm-hmm. how I feel about both of these guys. First and foremost, Colin Simmons is probably the most elite pass rusher in the country. Broke Duncanville's uh, sack record last year with 22 and a half sacks. Duncanville's well, sack record. Like not, not like, right. you know, this program that's been around for five years and not this program that hasn't put guys into college and the NFL. Duncanville, you know? And help lead them to... Coach Samples, coach, you know, a historic Texas high school football coach. His first state championship win. They they wouldn't have won that game mm-hmm. if Colin Simmons wasn't on the field. Let's just be honest. Um, he had a great game in the state championship game, and that's what makes him an elite recruit. I compare him favorably to Kalevon Chason. That is the mm-hmm. that is my player comparison for Colin Simmons. They remind me so much of one another. And you remember Chason was a beast as well when he was playing Texas high school football before he committed to LSU over Texas. Very similar mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. This one has been trending all over the place over the last couple weeks, um, over the last 48 hours. Uh, you heard, you probably heard me talking to our um, – bosses in here mm-hmm. about where Colin Simmons was leaning mm-hmm. 48 hours ago I was saying LSU this one has trended back heavily in favor of Texas really especially over the last 24 hours okay um, there's a lot of buzz out there that this one could end up favorably for the Longhorns LSU has been at the top or towards the top of his leaderboard for a long time but he's had a solid top two of LSU and Texas okay. for a while now Texas just has been able to put together a good NIL package for Colin Simmons and offers him the opportunity to stay close to home to play his college ball. So I'm keeping a really close eye on the Longhorns. Could trend in the direction of LSU overnight. I mean, you never know what happens. But you think you think right now it's a top three, but you would narrow it down to a top two LSU. Well, I mean, he said there was he's yeah. quoted as saying it was a top two at one point. Yeah. And now Miami's back in there. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it comes down to LSU and Texas, and if I – there's a lot that makes me want to say LSU in this because it was LSU in Georgia. It was LSU in this mm-hmm. school. It was L- LSU has always been there. In my experience covering these recruitments, that school usually wins, right? If you're the top two yeah. with a bunch of other schools and you've always been like there with other schools, that school usually wins out. Texas has done a remarkable job 
in this recruitment if he picks Texas. Steve Sarkeesian and his staff, this is like the biggest win since they've been there. I know that they've gotten two tremendous number one rated running backs, mm. but he's a transcendent defensive player. So you're saying you would put this, and certainly I know he was an out-of-state kid. Yeah, You would say that this would be a bigger win than Arch Manning. I, th- I think so just for what he brings to the wow. defensive side of the ball. Now, now, I would also rate Colin Simmons higher than Arch Manning mm-hmm. personally. Yes. Like based off of tape. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just me. And I don't cover state of Louisiana football. Right. So I don't know that. I, but I did watch Arch Manning whenever he committed to Texas. We certainly talked about it a whole mm-hmm. lot. But if I were rating those guys side by side in the same class, Colin Simmons and Colin Simmons would be rated ahead of Arch Manning in my personal mm-hmm. rankings. So yes, I would. I mean, I think the running. I would take the running backs mm-hmm. too. Oh. The last two mm-hmm. running backs that they've signed from out of state were both like excellent uh, stud players. I think that they're really good. So so that's Colin Simmons, and okay. he's going to be choosing between Texas, LSU, and Florida. You think it's down to Texas and LSU? Yeah, Texas, LSU, and Miami. In Miami, I'm sorry, Texas, LSU, and, and Miami. Correct. Durham, Caden Durham, his superstar running back on the other yep. side, has the final three of Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and LSU. Now, this is one of the fastest guys in Texas as well. Yeah, there's a healthy debate. <laughs> I think there's a healthy debate between Jelani Watkins and Caden Durham because Caden Durham's a 10-2-5 guy. Yeah. So, I mean, elite track speed. Um, my player comparison for Caden Durham is J.K. Dobbins. So I really think that J.K. Dobbins and Caden Durham's game uh, resemble each other a lot. Very similarly rated, you know, one of the top players in the state of Texas. Uh, run really hard in the middle of the field, no wasted movement, um, with that ability to kick it into top gear and score touchdowns. Again, what Simmons provided on the defensive side of the ball for Duncanville, Durham brought to the table on the offensive side of the ball, I think the difference for that offense to be able to win the state championship last year was speed. And Durham provided that. DeCorian Moore provided some of it on the outside as well, and they had some good other receivers who were not only like big dudes, but they could also run. But Durham's ability to kick it into another gear helped them score more touchdowns. They were a much more um, – they were Yeah, they were ex- much more explosive offense, mm-hmm. I feel like, in 2022. And all those guys are like basically coming back mm-hmm. this year. Um Durham has Texas A&M, LSU, and Oklahoma. I'm looking at LSU and Oklahoma really? as the top two in this. And again, OU has always been the perceived leader in his recruitment. He transferred to Duncanville from Southmore High School. He's got, I think, both of his parents might have went to OU. Mm-hmm. But caveat here, OU recently picked up a commitment from the number one rated running back in the state, Taylor Tatum. Mm-hmm. So Caden Durham's number two. I think he's heading to Baton Rouge. Okay. So if I had a gun to my head right now, I'm sports saying gun. sports gun to my head right now. Burn orange for Colin Simmons. Okay. Go Tigers for Caden Durham. And I think it's going to be a, like this is going to be a wild commitment yeah. ceremony. I'm looking forward to it. I think to it's it. going to be fun. Um, and stay tuned. You know, TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. We'll have all the interviews and all the uh, stuff posted as soon as we can. 
He's Greg Powers, our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's Text Football, and he will be in Duncanville tomorrow at 2 o'clock, so make sure you follow him on Twitter at Scout and see his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because we need to talk more Duncanville after this. Let's do it. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's, and of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Hope you'll consider going to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Futsal Football subscriber. You get three magazines, including our legendary summer edition. You get a year of exclusive content on texasfootball.com, including great insights on the recruiting side from Greg Powers. And you get the fine work of Mallory Hartley. Oh, yeah. Because sure. you get a year of Texan Live. Heck That's yeah. right. Our streaming platform yeah. with more than 1,400 live high school events, including more than four, 300 high school football games and more than 100 mm-hmm. live playoff games. You get that. You can watch water polo today. Is that correct? Right now, you could right now. Right now, too. I don't know if we're live right now, but you can go back and watch it. You can watch water polo now on TexanLive.com if you go to TexanFootball.com/slash/subscribe. Everything I just listed, all for fifty bucks, actually less, forty nine ninety five for the entire it's year. Deal. It is an absurd deal. I'm starving because of this. TexanFootball.com/slash/subscribe. Now a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful, long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. The Gambling Gauchos are a Texas Tech podcast serving you money lines, memes, and matador content on Twitter, YouTube, and stakingtheplains.com. Well, let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas, I'm going to shoot them right in the eye. If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who once ate 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. Powers, you're going to be down in Duncanville tomorrow for the commitment of Caden Durham and Colin Simmons. Somebody who I, I'm going to guess is going to be in the audience. <laughs> That's just a, that's a guess. Yep. Is a star wide receiver for the Duncanville Panthers, DeCorian Moore, in the class of 2024, entering his junior season after a breakout sophomore year. You caught up with him a little bit earlier, is that correct? Yeah, we did. We caught up with him this weekend at a uh, workout in Frisco at the Sports Academy. You know mm-hmm. our friends over at the Sports Academy. Um, DeCorian Moore is the number one player in the class of 2025. So Duncanville right now has back-to-back number ones, 2024 Colin Simmons, 2025 DeCorian Moore. He has 30 
36 offers. So we discussed some of the, the top programs that he's looking at right now. And he even previews Colin and Caden's decision a little Ooh. bit, putting me on the spot, huh. getting me to uh, talk about it a little. So. I love that. Here's to Corey Moore of Duncanville here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm joined out here with the number one player in the state, Corey Moore. Um, what's it like to hear that? <laughs> uh, since I was little, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for something like this. It's like I was really, really just thinking about it. Seeing all the great athletes that's in the league now do it before me, I, I had to do it myself. Place for the number one team in the state. Probably sounds better to hear that. Definitely, we've been working on that for I don't know how long since I got here. To be honest, I first got to Dunkville, I didn't even know who they was. Man, they had to introduce me to everything. I knew it was the perfect place for me, and it's just been go mode ever since. What was so special about last year's team, and how do you guys like capture it? That team, it was just that was the team that was hurt the most. You know, that first year when we had lost that state championship, when we came back, we already knew what time it was. It, we, we was on lockdown. That whole year, we were, we were so focused, and our mindset was on a different level that year. So when we came into that game, it was just a whole different type of energy we put on the field. You don't hear number one player, number one team without a whole lot of hard work that's going on off of the field. You're out here training sure. today. Every time I turn around, I see you outside training somewhere here, doing yeah. some work. Um, what's it mean to you to like start to reap the benefits of that? I know that it's cool to have offers. I know that it's cool to have all these schools coming after you, but it's got to be something inside you that makes you feel special. Yeah, for football, that, that's just the way I relieve my stress, to be honest. like When I'm not doing nothing, I go play football. Like For some reason, if I'm not doing nothing, I'm going to touch a football. Even if I'm laying in my bed, I just got to touch a football. That, that's what I, I, I build myself around. It's just, I love, I love the game too. And I love just the feeling of me holding the football in my hand. It's just something unreal. I uh, picked you as the number one player in our rankings. And here's why I don't want this to go to your head or anything like that, but here's why. When I watched you play on tape, it wasn't about the catch that you made. It was about the plays that you had that that you didn't get the ball when you're blocking. It seems like you attack the game with an aggressive mindset. So in general, that seems like how Duncanville played last year. Is that yeah. what we can expect coming Definitely. back? Definitely. The, the little things matter. Just getting our whole team in the end zone. That first year, we was big on it, but we didn't execute as much as we did the second year. We was pushing for it that second year. We watched the film and we seen the little mistakes that we didn't do, and we put it to the test. And, and it just so happened to be what we needed, and we got it done. A lot of scholarships. How many are you up to? 30, I'm going to say 36, I think 36. 36 scholarships. I'd be here all week if we were talking about all those schools because <laughs> you'd be breaking them all down for me. I'm going to pick a few schools out and just ask you about them specifically. Okay, okay. I'm going to start in the Pacific Northwest because it seems like a school that's been on you for a long time, taking some trips up there even though it's far away from home. And they're moving to the Big Ten now and big news this week. It's like big news in college football. <laughs> that's Oregon. What keeps okay. you guys in uh, when I went down there, they, they welcomed me with open arms, man. They showed me a lot of love. Coach Adams, he a real chill dude. You know, I like his vibe. I like what he what he doing his receivers. You know, I feel like I can trust him with my body and just with everything that he put, put into me, his effort. And effort. Texas is a school that's in state, so I got to ask about the Longhorns. Coach Jackson has ties to the NFLs. Coach some NFL receivers. What is it about the Longhorns that you like, and why could they be a realistic option to you know see you in the Fern uh, Orange sometime? Uh, to be honest, I, I got third because it was just home, man. Uh, I didn't visit it there before Coach Jackson was there. Coach Jackson got there, and he, he just turned it on from there. As soon as he got there, he wanted to communicate with me and stuff like that. So it just shows the, uh, all the love that he got for me and 
that he really wanted me at that school. You know? Is that a prime example of relationships and recruiting? Definitely, too? I'm big. I'm big on communication. I see a lot of like uh, lanyards and stuff hanging off your back. Uh, on a lot of trips. Um, but one of those trips I know that probably is pretty important to you is LSU. Not only is LSU really stepping into Duncanville really hard right now, it's a program that's always relevant in Texas, relevant in the national picture of college football. What is it about Go Tigers? Uh, right now, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to see where my dog is, man. You know, we, we came back from LSU, and it, it, was, it was just a feeling, you know. So I don't know, I don't really got too much to say about them, but. They, they treated us like family when we got there, man. It was like we blended in just fine. Coach Kelly has that program going in the right direction? Yes, man. Um, for those that don't know, his teammates that are making a decision this week, Colin Simmons, the number one rated player in the class of 2024, giving Duncanville back-to-back. Oh, As you're the man. number one guy in 2025, he's set to announce his decision this Thursday between LSU, Texas, and Miami. And then you have Caden Durham as well, who set to announce his decision. I can't remember the third school in Caden's mix, but I got it down to LU and LSU. So everybody stay tuned. What do you think about LSU? I like LSU, man. Like LSU is a school that I, uh, I mean, they've always moved them in in Texas, you know. That's what I think. And just keeping it specific to Duncanville, the player that I always compare Colin Simmons to is Caleb on Chason. Okay, Caleb on Chason is a guy who I had the opportunity to rate five stars when he was coming out of North Shore itself was a really good player in the playoffs, and that's why I saw Colin step up the most. You know, I don't think Duncanville would have won that championship without Colin's defensive presence. Although, this is for my friends back at Dave Campbell's at DCTS, there was one man, there was one man who picked Duncanville to win the state championship before the season started. And that was Greg Powers. You're talking to him right now. So I was the guy who picked Duncanville, and here's the reason why. i seen it, too. I feel like the speed on last year's team was the difference maker compared to the Duncanville teams of the past. You had yourself out there out at wideout, and then I feel like Caden Durham's speed was something special. Now, Jameer Willis went down with an injury, but Keelan was able to step up and fill a really big void and kind of grew into that state yep. championship. Yeah, we had to build him from, from the start, man. We knew we knew that he ain't had no varsity experience. So we had, to, we had to welcome him, show him some love, and we had to build him up. Even though he he make all the plays, he we, he's still off QB one. So we have we have to get him right, you know, for the season. Bigger, faster, and stronger this year too, with some D one offers, with some D one offers to back them up. Yeah, Duncanville's going to be a team to watch. Thanks for the Corey Moore, number one player in the state. Good luck as you go through the season, and of course, as you attack the recruiting process. There he is, Corey Moore. Wide receiver for Duncanville, the number one prospect in the class of 2025, the DCTF Rising Hot 100, uh, and asking you where your what you think about LSU. I, yeah. like that, I like that he reversed the whip on you. Like, like you pulled him and you're trying to throw him into the corner, and he like reversed it and threw you into the turnbuckle. That was nice. I it caught me that. unaware because yeah. that doesn't happen very often. But I always, I mean, I feel like I had a good rapport on camera with yeah. Decorian. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy interviewing humble, hardworking top recruit, number one player in the state and a tremendous attitude someone that you can't help but root for and that kind of shows through on his game tape mm-hmm. he never takes a playoff whether mm-hmm. he's getting the ball or not mm-hmm. if he's blocking running routes dude plays hard would you say that he's got that dog in him he's got that dog in him <laughs> let's go over to mallory Did you want, i thought you wanted me to say it he's got that dog in him let's go over to mallory hartley for america's second favorite segment final thoughts um 
we will have Republic of Football today at two. Two. Woo. Carter, oh. Carter Ish and I all watched the Johnny Menzel documentary last night. So oh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna break it down. We're gonna review and it. Give you our thoughts. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna review, review it. it. So we'll talk about realignment stuff too, obviously, right off the bat. Uh, but then we're gonna we're gonna review that. So we're excited. We're review the Johnny Football documentary. Our I magazine's heard, in it. I heard that. I heard Dave Campbell yeah. makes a we get we we specifically get a one shot of our magazine. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very interesting. Did you watch it? I watched it. Did you like it? It was pretty good. I'd give it a seven. Okay. It was good. Yeah. Out of 40. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's been popping up on my Netflix, but I haven't done it. I, uh, too busy watching. I have regret. I have Johnny Manziel regret. I rated him three stars. Mm. I think everybody did that. Yeah. I, I think everybody. Like, you know. Could you, like, say that that was right? I don't think so. He won the Heisman. He did win the Heisman. Yeah. As a freshman. He was the number 51 player. So that would have been, I mean, so he was like a borderline four stars, what you're saying. Yeah. Like he was one away from being, the uh, one away guy always comes, the one away guy always haunts. Yeah. Always. Because right. that's the thing. Because that's the thing. Is like, you didn't have him rated 133rd. Right. As a three star. You had him rated like 3.9, basically. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. 3.9 stars. So like, that's, that's not great, obviously. But Still, like, regret. I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. I didn't make the documentary. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I was rooting to get you interviewed and stuff like that, but apparently not. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Corey Moore of Duncanville for being our guest. For Mallory Hartley and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Friday, I think, right? Correct. Friday. Texas Football today. Mm-hmm.